Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus, you're good. Can we sing that song, Jesus Be the Center again? Let us uh, meditate on, on the Word of God that's going to be ministered to you this afternoon. Let our focus be on Jesus this morning. So I think it's very important to just sing that song and just surrender our life to Jesus this afternoon. Praise you, Lord. Hallelujah. Jesus said the center of Lord, Hallelujah. I'm sorry, verses 1 through 15, and also verses 28, 29. That's John chapter 4. Now Jesus learned that the Pharisees had heard that he was gaining and baptizing more disciples than John. Although, in fact, it was not Jesus who baptized, but his disciples. So he left Judea and went back once more to Galilee. Now he had to go through Samaria, so he came to a town in Samaria called Sychar, near the plot of ground Jacob had given to his son Joseph. Jacob's well was there, and Jesus, tired as he was from the journey, sat down by the well. It was about noon. 
When a Samaritan woman came to draw water, Jesus said to her, Will you give me a drink? His disciples had gone into the town to buy food. The Samaritan woman said to him, You are a Jew, and I am a Samaritan woman. How can you ask me for a drink? For Jews not associate with Samaritans. Jesus answered her, If you knew the gift of God, who it is that asks you for a drink, you would have asked him, and he would have given you the living water. Sir, the woman said, you have nothing to draw with, and the well is deep. Where can you get this living water? Are you greater than our father Jacob, who gave us the well and drank from it himself, as did also his sons and his livestock? Jesus answered, Everyone who drinks this water will be thirsty again, but whoever drinks the water I give them will never thirst. Indeed, the water I give them will become in them a spring of water welling up to eternal life. The woman said to him, Sir, give me this water so that I won't get thirsty and have to keep coming here to draw water. Verses 28 and 29 says, Then leaving her water jar... The woman went back to the town and said to the people, Come, see a man who told me everything I ever did. Could this be the Messiah? Father, we thank you and praise you for the word that you have given us this morning, this afternoon. Father, we pray that we can receive this through the guidance of the Holy Spirit, that we will receive this. And Father, anything that hindered these words, Father, we pray that you remove that. Help us to focus on you, Jesus. Help us to focus on you. We love you, Lord, and we love you in Jesus' name. And everyone said, Amen. Everyone can sit. Praise God. Praise the Lord. As the country is getting ready to celebrate the Independence Day, uh, I'm sure all of you are getting ready to do some great barbecue, correct? Yes? A day of freedom on July 4th is Independence Day. This Sunday morning, let us praise God for the liberty we have in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Freedom from bondage. Freedom from depression. Freedom from sickness. Hallelujah. Freedom from the finality of death. Hallelujah. Let us praise God for that freedom this morning. Hallelujah. There are some of you who cannot open your mouth and praise God because either you have forgotten the gift of God that has been given to you or you have never experienced that liberty. So today, this very Sunday, the Holy Spirit is asking you to put down that burden. Put down that weight, that worry. Put down that sin. Put down that concern that you have been carrying all your life. Just lay it at the feet of Jesus and experience the liberty you have in Christ 
and drink of the living water and run and run in freedom. Hallelujah. So today's message, I titled it, Put It Down. Turn to your neighbor and say, it's okay, you can put it down. It's okay, you can put it down. Just lay it at his feet. Just put it down. Hallelujah. Many of you here know the story of the Samaritan woman, and I'm sure you're well versed with the story. It's a story of grace. It's a story of restoration. It's a story of transformation and freedom. But it's also a story that demonstrates the characteristics of our God. He is exceedingly purposeful. He is exceedingly compassionate. And he is exceedingly superior to any situation you may be facing today. Hallelujah. Every previous day until this day, the Samaritan woman walked to the well with a heavy water jug or a pot. She may have carried it on her head or it probably was on her shoulder. She not only carried this heavy weight, but she was, she had, she was also carried an even greater burden in her soul. She had a lifetime of sin, a lifetime of being kind of misunderstood, maybe, a lifetime of bondage, a burden of uh, loneliness, shame, low self-esteem, and possibly just emptiness. This individual had a need, a thirst, and there was no one who could go to the well for her or quench that thirst. Day after day, a heavy burden to be carried alone. Day after day, no one would come to help. A situation, there was no escape. According to the custom, the women of the town normally would go to the well at 9 in the morning or at 6 in the evening. It was definitely less sunny. It was more shady. And there was not a big crowd um, during those times. But this woman has been shunned by the others. And so she came right in the middle of the heat at noon to avoid any contact with the other women. At no other time of the day would just one water pot be found at the well. It is great when we can share our burdens, isn't it? And pray with each other. But for this individual, the burden was so heavy that she thought it would be easier to isolate herself. Folks, this, may be, this morning, you may be going through a similar situation. You may be going through a very empty, alone situation that you really cannot describe to your friends, or you, you feel kind of withdrawn and, and kind of isolated. 
that you cannot share with anybody else. You may be in need of your family. You are too embarrassed to share. You may have an addiction that you cannot upload. You may be feeling very, very long. And you may be very desperate. But I'm here to tell you that your appointed time to meet your master is this very morning. Hallelujah. This individual did not know it, but Jesus Christ was purposefully waiting at the well. Who is this Christ? He is exceedingly purposeful. Hallelujah. He is exceedingly purposeful. The Bible states in verse 4, Jesus Christ had to go to Samaria. This morning, he is reminding you that Jesus Christ had to endure that cross for you, and he is waiting for you today to let him in. Hallelujah. This individual, this woman had an appointed appointment, and she did not even know it. I know that the Lord, because there are many times I may have been late, and, but he was gracious to wait for me. He never gave up on me. He never gives up on you, folks. He does not leave nor forsake you. He sits and waits. He sits and waits for you. Hallelujah. He's never too late. He, has not, he was not late for Lazarus. And he is definitely not late for you this afternoon. So do not lose hope. He is the living water. Your time is now, if you believe it, praise the Lord with me. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. It is our time this afternoon. Praise the Lord. He is exceedingly purposeful. Our God, our Jesus Christ is exceedingly purposeful. He's, Jesus left Judea in the south and was headed for Galilee in the north. Now, if you know the map of this, he could certainly, that is the easiest direction to take. But most Jews, just to avoid the situation, the Samaria situation, they might go around. But Jesus Christ did not go around. He went straight to, through Samaria because he is a purposeful God. Hallelujah. The reason Jesus left Judea, some of uh, people may say, John says, is because he knew that the Pharisees know, knew something. They knew that more people were following Jesus than we're following John the Baptist. So one might think that Jesus thought that the Pharisees would see this rising popularity and attempt to crush it. Uh, so out of fear of the Pharisees, they think he ran. But Jesus did not leave out of fear. Hallelujah. For in the Bible already states in chapter before, in John chapter 3, verse 35, it says... The Father has given all things, remember, all things into his hand. Our Jesus is not the victim of any situation or anyone. Nobody can touch him without her, his permission. So why did that prompt Jesus to leave? Because we know all things, all things have been given to his hands. Hallelujah. 
We know he was not being controlled by circumstances, but in fact, he was in charge of the circumstances. Therefore, he was not merely responding. He was acting purposefully. He is leaving to Samaria because God planned a divine appointment there. How many of you believe you have a divine appointment this afternoon? Praise the Lord with me. Hallelujah. You have a divine appointment, my friends, with Jesus Christ this afternoon. God is never doing just one thing in what he does with us. He's always doing thousands of things that we cannot see. He never has only one purpose in what he does. He always has thousands of purposes in everything he does. Hallelujah. He's infinitely wise. And everything he does relates to everything else. And he does sooner or later. Amen. For those who love him and are called according to his purpose, all of them, all of them work together for good. Hallelujah. So you may be going through a difficult situation. You may be going through a tough position. But remember, God does everything in the due time. And he has control of the circumstances you're in. Hallelujah. Whatever your situation is, whatever your need is, whatever that burden is, he can make all things work together for your good. If you believe that, praise the Lord with me this morning. He can do all things together to work good together this afternoon. Praise the Lord. The Samaritan woman had a hard time. Initially believing because she did not truly understand who Jesus was and who she was to Christ. In verse 7 states, Jesus said to her, will you give me a drink? The Samaritan woman said to him, you are a Jew and I am a Samaritan woman. How can you ask me for a drink? Jesus answered, if you knew the gift of God and who it is that asked you for a drink, you would have asked him and he would have given you the living water. Hallelujah. This morning, friends, the Holy Spirit is asking you, do you know who Jesus really is? Do you know the gift of God that has been granted to you because God so loved the world? Do you know how you are in Christ? Jesus says, give it to me. Give me your drink. Give me your jug. Give me what you carry. Your sickness, your fears, your addiction, your burdens, just give it to me. But the woman responds, how can you? How can you, Jesus? I am a Samaritan. But Jesus knows who this woman is. He knows who you are, friends. He knows where you have been. He knows where you are headed. He knows what has been on your mind. He knows the weight of what you carry. He knows your pain. He knows your sins. He knows your thirst. He knows your situation. He knows how you have spending your time on this earth. And he is asking you, will you give me what you have? Hallelujah. Give it to me. 
Give me your heart. Give me your soul. Give me your mind. There's a peace and a love only he can provide. Come to Jesus. Come to the fountain and he will satisfy all your needs. Hallelujah. The woman replies, you have no bucket and the well is so deep. Nothing is deep for Jesus. Nothing is deep for Jesus. Nothing is out of reach for the master's hand. Nothing is deep for Jesus. He will call things out of the deep for you to believe. Woman, do you know the gift of God and who it is that you asked this morning? He is the purposeful one who can make all things work together for your good. Hallelujah. He is the compassionate one who will wait for you. Rachel, Rebecca, Zipporah met their bridegroom at the well. Church, this morning he is telling you, you may be unworthy, but I have chosen you and I am your bridegroom and I will carry your weight. Hallelujah. I will satisfy you. I will restore you. I will change your situation. No need to jump around. You will not thirst. You have the right as my bride. Give yourself to me, for I have to give you is far greater. Hallelujah. Jesus is exceedingly superior to anything you will ever experience. Verse 12, the Samaritan woman states, Are you greater than our father Jacob? Jesus said to her, Everyone who drinks of this water will be thirsty again. But whoever drinks of the water that I will give him will never be thirsty again. The water that I will give him will become in him a spring of water welling up to eternal life. Hallelujah. Brothers and sisters, Jesus Christ is superior to God, Jacob. His gift is superior. His water is superior. And my well is superior. My sons and daughters are superior. They never die, ask, and it will be given to you. Whoever believes in me, it is the gift of God. Hallelujah. This morning, it is up to you to receive it. Hallelujah. If you read through the first half of John 4 again and count the number of times the word gift and give are used, Gift and give are used by verse 15. I can count nine times. The act of gift giving is central to this passage. Jesus wants to give you the gift of himself this morning. Will you receive him? He wants to give you the gift of peace. Will you receive him? He wants to give you the gift of love the gift of satisfaction, and overall, the gift of eternal life. Hallelujah. If you know the gift of God and who it is that is saying to you, give me a drink, you would have asked him, ha, and he would have given you living water. Don't doubt this morning, folks. Do not doubt this morning. Jesus says, I will give you the living water. And we may respond, but sir, you don't have a bucket. And that is without faith, that is. 
When we don't have the faith, we might respond like that. The story in John 4 is about Jesus meeting with the Samaritan woman. At the well, reveals woeful truth about ourselves. And wonderful truth about Jesus Christ. And the wonderful truth that it reveals about Jesus gives hope to us in our woeful condition. If you are tired of living without a spiritual passion or zeal for God, if you are tired of just going through the motions, going through the routine of life, knowing deep down inside you, you're spiritually dying or dead, the Lord invites you this morning to come to Him for a spiritual renewal. His words are simple, folks. If anyone is thirsty, let him come to me and drink. If anyone is thirsty, let him come to me and drink. My brothers and sisters, are you thirsty? Are you thirsty for God? Are you thirsty for a victorious life? Then friends, just come to Jesus and drink. And he will fill you until you overflow and become a river of living water that will bless others as well. He will give you a testimony. <laughs> Praise Jesus. When you read the end of the chapter, you will see the Samaritan woman became a great testimony in her town. Many have come to see and receive Christ. So the woman left her water jar and went away into town and said to the people, Come, see a man who told me that I ever did. Can this be the Christ? I'm not sure what you're carrying this morning. But I want to say, put down your heavy pot. Just put it down at the feet of Jesus. Drink of his spirit this morning. Recognize the gift of God this morning. Recognize that he has been waiting for you. He is your bridegroom. Matthew 11 says, come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Be free, my friends. Give him your heart. Give him your soul. Give him your mind. And come to the fountain. As these lyrics are played. The song is called Thirsty. Brother Melvin if you can put that song. I want to. Remind you. You may be going through some difficult situation in your life. 
You may be going through some painful situations that you cannot share. But I want to remind you to come to the fountain. Come to the fountain and receive the living water. That you will be blessed. That you will be able to testify. Remember the circumstances we go through. They're all purposeful. They are ordained by God. But Jesus is in control. He is our purposeful God. He knows our situations. Our problems. He does not want you to be isolated. He wants you to come to him. He wants you to receive him. I want to pray for you this morning. If any of you who needs prayer, Father, I need to receive that living water. I need to know the gift of God. I need to strengthen in the coming days through the living water. I'd like you to raise your hands and put it down, and then I will be praying for you. Amen, brother. Amen, uncle. Anyone else who wants to be prayed this morning? You may be going through a difficult situation. And you're not sure where to turn to. The word of God is reminding you, Jesus Christ is in this place. He is here to receive you. He is here to give you living water. Anyone else need prayer this morning? Yes, sister. God bless you. Yes, yes. I see your hands. Hallelujah. 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 I want to pray this morning with you. Father, we come to your throne of grace. Father, we submit the brothers and sisters who have raised their hands. We pray that the living water fill them, Father. Strengthen them, Father. Give them peace and joy that comes from you, only Lord. Whatever the circumstances may be, Lord, I know that you are in control in their life. And nothing happens as an accident, we know. Father, we believe in you. We trust in you. So you bless them, Lord. You strengthen them, Father. Let the Spirit of God live in them, strengthen them, and continue their life in this world, Father. So that they can receive, and we can receive the eternal life that you have promised. So, Father, we submit each and every one into your mighty hands. We thank you for your word. We love you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray.